Welcome to your first year in network marketing course with Dale Calvert. Dale's track record of helping people like you cut through the hype and develop growing, duplicating teams of people and full-time incomes is legendary. If you are serious about making network marketing your profession, don't waste another minute of your valuable time listening to yet another self-proclaimed guru whose ultimate goal is to back you into whatever deal they are working this month. If your desire is to build a rock-solid business that you will be proud of, Dale will give you the track to run on that has been proven for over three decades and duplicated, not just for himself, but also by thousands of people around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, from a small town in Kentucky, Stamping Ground, population 400 and not a stoplight in the town, Dale Calvert. Hey guys, this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you back to your first year in network marketing podcast. This is lesson number five, learning how to learn. Honestly, of everything that I'm going to be sharing with you, there's nothing that I'm sharing with you that I don't think is very, very important for you to internalize and make part of you and to get a deeper understanding of the industry and the process and what it's going to take to move forward. And I know in my heart and soul you can. I know you can. And I think for you to know you can is really the issue. It doesn't matter what I say. It doesn't matter what I think. It all comes down to what do you think. I mean, bottom line, as human beings, we must act in accordance with our program. Our belief leads to our actions. And a lot of times people get involved in this industry and they peak the day they join. Uh, because when they when it comes to getting into action, it's it's hard for a lot of people, and I think I know why it's hard for most people. And it doesn't matter whether it's network marketing. I mean, most people that get their real estate license never list their first home. Uh, most people that go to school, pay their money, go to insurance cl- class, get licensed in their state, never sell their first policy. It's it's just the way people are not just in the United States, but throughout the world. And I believe that that I kind of get this and kind of understand it. And if there's any podcast uh, episode, any lesson that I ever do, uh, any audio or video program that I ever produce, any seminar that I ever have the opportunity to speak at for the rest of my career, this is one lesson that I wish every child was taught uh, during the formal education years. And that's learning really how to learn. And see, if I ask you, well, how do you how did you learn it when you were in 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 school? And most of you would say, I crammed. I crammed and 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 I learned it. And I learned it long enough to take the test. And most of us, 80, 90 percent of what we learned when we were in formal education, involved in formal education, we couldn't tell you now if our life depended on it. We could have been a straight-A student in school. So I'm not talking about that. I'm really talking about understanding how to internalize principles that will make a long-lasting difference in your life. Formal education makes you a living. If you become self-educated, you can create a fortune. So how do you become self-educated? As human beings, there's two ways we learn. 
there's two ways that we retain, that we retain knowledge through repetition and through emotion. And I'm going to say that again, through repetition and through emotion. And all of us can look back at different times in our life and different things that happen on a worldwide scale. And we were met, we will remember the time, the day, the people we were with. Uh, we will remember everything about that particular event. And many of you remember the day that you heard that Elvis Presley had passed away. I'm I'm not sure. I think it was either 1970 or 1980. Okay, I was it was Elvis was a little bit before my time. But some of you who listened to my this podcast remember specifically. I remember that some friends of mine had tickets to his next con to his concert, which was going to happen in Lexington, Kentucky. But some of you remember the day you heard that news. If you were big Elvis fans, especially, and that maybe is not a great example, but many of you will remember where you were when you heard. Princess Diana had passed away. Lady Di, that had died, she had died in a car crash. Some of you remember the time, the day, the place. One of my earliest childhood memories was in 1963. I was three years old when President John F. Kennedy of the United States had had been assassinated, had been shot. Uh, I remember the the attitude of everybody around me. And I can remember all the adults watching Walker Cronkite on a black and white TV talking about President John F. Kennedy was shot today in Texas. Uh, It was emotional. It was probably one of the most emotional experiences that it is the most emotional experience that I can recall in my my lifetime. But through emotion – uh, a lot of you, if I ask you, a lot of you listen to my voice, and this is probably a better example because no matter how old you are, you probably remember this day and the day that um, the Twin Tower tragedy in New York City. And it doesn't matter where you were in the world or where you're from in the world. You probably remember uh, when that happened. You probably remember the news coverage. You probably remember where you were, who you were with. I remember specifically exactly from the moment I heard it through that whole entire day. It was just the United States was in shock. Uh, So there's been different tragedies, typhoons, tornadoes, weather tragedies that happened throughout the world that many of us can remember uh, having empathy for people around the world when that were going through that particular time and place and event. So it was very emotional. So I can go back through and I can mention different emotional worldwide events and you would probably remember if, if again, if you were old enough. I'm sure that there was emotional things. Bonnie and Clyde, you know, I, I know I've read about the notorious Bonnie and Clyde gangsters and there may be people – I know there are people, maybe people listening to this podcast that remember Bonnie and Clyde and bank bank robbing and robbing banks and the day Bonnie and Clyde was shot and killed. You may remember that. Most of you probably remember the Twin Towers, uh, no matter where you are in the world. However, if I ask you guys, what were you doing last year, January 25th? What were you doing last year on January the 25th? 
most of you could not tell me. Most of you. Those that you that can can tell me because of an emotional connection they have with last year, January 25th. And I've done this in live seminars throughout the world, and I've asked different questions. And every now and then in the audience, there might be one or two people that raise their hand, and they'll say something like, oh, I remember that's my mom's birthday. And some people may say, well, I remember because I, I had a car wreck. You know, there was an emotional connection to that date. I remember January 25th probably for the last 5, 10, 15, 20 years of my life. Why? Because simply it's my birthday. It's an emotional attachment. So we learn through emotion. And there's a lot of network marketing teachers, trainers, successful people that think they have learned the business simply because of osmosis, uh, simply because of they've been around it so much or they've heard it so much that they think they get it. And I believe most people here agree and continue to do what they've always done the way they've always done it, is my observation, not just within the network marketing industry, but people, the human race in general. The most important thing that you can that I can communicate to you in this particular lesson, guys, is write this down if you're taking notes. Repetition is the key to learning. Repetition is the key to learning. So when I tell you that I know, I know that you can learn how to do this business, you can learn how to do it effectively, and you can teach other people to do it, the only way that I can say that is with with such conviction is because I understood and I was exposed to the fact early in my career and the reality that repetition is the key to learning. And I knew that if I learned the right skill sets, uh, the right terminology, and if I believed in what I was doing and I was able to communicate what I was doing when I was following up with people, that through repetition I could learn the right scripts. I could learn what to say, what not to say. I could learn how to do this business only because repetition was the key to learning. Repetition is the key to learning. Let me give you a couple examples. Some of you probably know if I say what slogan is, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Most of you would probably know throughout the world that it's McDonald's. That is the McDonald's hamburger franchise chain. Some of you remember if I say, who shot? Who shot? Some of you remember who shot JR from the very popular TV nighttime soap opera as far as I'm concerned, but it was called Dallas. And again, you can look up any of these online and you'll see that they were very popular in their time. If I say, where's the, where's the, where's the, some of you remember the commercial Wendy's Hamburgers, where's the beef? And that, that lady was absolutely hilarious. It's been ingrained in cultures throughout the world. Where's the beef? If I say flop, flop, fizz, fizz, oh, what a relief it is. What am I talking about? Many of you know that that's Alka-Seltzer, the product Alka-Seltzer. If I say who shot – see, a lot of times in seminars I'll say who shot and and, and people say JR and they'll say I shot the – I shot the what? I shot the – 
Some people remember the song by Eric Clapton, I Shot the Sheriff, and I'm sorry to be singing to you, but I Shot the Sheriff, very popular song in its time, played to death on the radio. We can do this with a lot of different music, guys. We haven't heard the song in years, years, and all of a sudden it comes on the radio, and we know every beat, every word. We can even sometimes remember the time, place attached to it, a significant surrounding a significant person when that song was playing. It's the way we are programmed as human beings. Repetition is the key to learning. Formal education will make you a living. If you become self-educated, you can create a fortune. How do you become self-educated? How do you learn? It's through repetition. And I think the more important question is not what you learn but who you learn it from. Not what you learn, but who you learn it from. In network marketing, again, you're looking for a pinnacle leader. Somebody who's taught somebody who's taught somebody who's taught somebody. Pinnacle leadership. Duplicatable leadership. Not somebody that built it with their own skill sets, mindsets that they entered the industry with, but somebody who actually went into the marketplace with maybe very few skill sets and mindsets, but through repetition were able to learn those mindsets. Another example I just thought of, those of you, I grew up watching Billy Graham Crusades, the evangelist Billy Graham on TV. Uh, How did Billy Graham end every sermon that he gave on TV in his crusades? What was the song? Just, just, many of you know, just as I am. So again, repetition is the mother of learning. It doesn't matter if you... Believe it, don't believe it. it. It is what it is. We are all programmed. We're all programmed. The media is programming us. Uh, I, I believe the culture has just become almost, it's just, I call it, it's, in many cases, it's sheep being led to the slaughter by the programming that we've received. And if you, if you understand this concept and you really, you know, you grasp it and you appreciate it, then the reality is, and, and I am so thankful that I learned at an early age that I can learn anything. If another person with average intelligence has learned it, I can learn it because I am willing through repetition to get that in my mind and make that part of me. For years and years, we've taught three-day 14, 29-day follow-up sequence with customers in the network marketing industry. And we still believe that you should make a quick phone call, especially in the first 30 days, because if people don't consume, especially a nutritional product, if they don't consume it consistently, then they're probably not going to get results. I believe customer service is very, very important. Uh, But on the 29th day call, I will tell you that there are tens of thousands of people around the world that if I called them today, many who have not worked their business in years and years, that if I called them today and I said, what do you say on the 29th day call? They would say, according to my records, it's time for you to reorder your product. How would you like to receive up to $10 off your next purchase? They will go to their grave with that. There's people that if we came up to them on their deathbed and we shook them real quick, shook them real good, and they were on their last breath sitting in the hospital, and we said, where's the, where's the, they would look up and say, where's the, they would say, beef. They will go to their grave with that programmed in their mind. I believe, I know from experience 
that repetition is the key to learning and that anybody can learn the skill sets, mindsets necessary for success in the network marketing industry when they understand how to learn. Most people get frustrated. They get confused because they try something once or twice and they get close to what they're supposed to be doing and they're supposed to be saying and it doesn't work. The person's not reaching in their pocket, pulling out their credit card, demanding to join their opportunity, so they get frustrated and they quit doing what they're supposed to be doing and what ultimately will create success and what right now will increase their odds for success. I've seen this happen over and over and over and over and over and over, and I believe the reason it happens is because people don't understand the fundamental reality that has nothing to do with business. It has nothing to do with network marketing. It's, they don't understand how they learn. They don't understand how they learn. They never stop and ask themselves, who am I learning from? Why am I listening to this person? They never ask themselves that. And because they don't, because they haven't settled in their mind, you know, this is the person I'm going to learn this business from because of this, then – and they go and, and they go into the marketplace and they halfway say what they're supposed to be saying and they have very little in conviction and emotion when they do say it in the beginning because they're just getting started and they get discouraged and then they start trying to find somebody else that can share the foo-foo dust with them. What's the magic secret that everybody else knows that I don't know? And again, it's just, I guess, human nature. To me, I, I, I really honestly don't understand it, but I have witnessed it for so many years that I know it's there. For me, it was real simple when I started in the industry. I mean, I was like everybody else my first three years. But once I found Jim Burke, who was – taught me that network marketing is a leadership development business, that your real product is people. And he, he started talking about subconscious mind and conscious mind, and, and I knew the guy was right on. Uh, for my first, you know, probably year and a half, I probably ordered 150, 200 audio programs. Say that probably the first 200 were just multiple people from all over the country learning as much as I could, trying to figure it out. My last 200 audios from that particular company were all from Jim Burke, every one of them, because I understood that he understood it at a different level than most people did. And I understood that he had duplicated uh, at a higher level than most people had, except for a couple people. But I also understood the people that were above him uh, – had were three percenters that had built it with their personality drive and work ethic at a different time and place than we were in history at that time. See, truth is truth. Wisdom of the ages is wisdom of the ages. People learn through repetition and emotion. They have since the beginning of time and they will for the, from now on. And understanding that and accepting that and then figuring out who am I going to learn this business from and Understanding there ain't no foo-foo dust and get plugged into what they say, how they say it, what they do, how they do it, why they do it, and just have faith and move forward, and you will move forward in this business, guys. The reason most people don't do it, again, is because they try to do it with the skill sets and mindsets they enter the industry with, and only 3% of the population can do that. 
I cannot communicate this strongly enough. In anything that you want to do for the rest of your life, whether it's network marketing or any other business model, learn from the ones that have gone before you and have been able to duplicate it. Just because they were able to do it doesn't mean they were able to duplicate it. And in the network marketing industry, more than in any industry out there, network marketing is full of people. That it's, it's full of the blind leading the blind. It's full of good, honest people that really want to help people, but all they understand is, I, is support mode. They don't understand direction. They don't understand coaching. They've never studied it because they never had to. They don't really understand leadership development. They're just good people that worked hard, talked to a lot of people, and they've, they've, got, they've achieved a level of success in this industry, and I will say they deserve everything that they've earned because I promise you in the big scope of things, they've done it the hard way. They've definitely done it the hard way. Throwing mud on the wall, see what sticks, and trying to find somebody else that has the skill sets, mindsets, abilities, trying to find other three percenters is a tough way to build this business. Wealth is made by teaching the 27 percenters the things I'm trying to communicate to you on this podcast, and I hope I'm making sense. The next concept that I want to share with you, again, in my early days was beyond motivating to me. It really helped me when I understood what I'm getting ready to share with you. It helped me understand, Dale, you persist. You keep putting in the right stuff through repetition, you're going to get there. And it was a book, I think, it might have been an audio program, but it was it was by a, one of the best sales trainers probably that's ever been on planet Earth. His name's Tom Hopkins. He's out of Arizona. Um, he's got some great books. Now let me just say something before I go any further. I do not believe that network marketing really has much to do at all with sales. I believe it has – I know it has more to do with teaching than it does sales long-term, success-wise. I also believe that network marketing, as we've said, and I'll say for the rest of my life, is a leadership development business. Very little to do with sales. Very little. Uh, I'm not saying that you shouldn't from time to time read some sales Books, Zig Ziglar, Secret of Closing the Sale. Uh, I can't remember the Tom Hopkins book, Master of the Master Selling or something. I'm not saying that it's not valuable information. It is. But I will also tell you the people that are great salespeople and, and they get involved in the network marketing industry have more challenges than the average person will. Because they're trying to close and they think it's about closing and they don't understand it's not about getting them in. It's about keeping them in and moving them forward and helping people develop. There's a lot of natural salespeople. They just have the gift of gab. They have whatever that is. I didn't, don't. Most people don't. But there are people that have that. I was not one of them. And I don't – I think really in network marketing, it's more of a detriment than it is an advantage long term, long term. Because some of these people will go out and sell a lot of people into joining them, but again, they get down the road two, three years, and they can't find the people that joined them. They don't know what happened to their team. I believe that ignorance on fire is better than knowledge on ice. Ignorance on fire is better than knowledge on ice. The ability to move forward and make mistakes is fine. Guys, it's part of life. It's part of what, the world we live in. It's cool. It's okay. Uh, you're never going to run out of people to talk to. 
You're never going to run out of people to talk to. In the beginning, I think a lot of people think, well, what am I going to do after I talk to everybody I know? And it creates almost a, a sense of desperation. I promise you, generating leads is the easiest part of this business. It is. That can be taught. It's very simple. But understanding these mindsets that I'm sharing with you in your first year in network marketing, this is the real rubber hits the road stuff. Let me get back to Tom Hopkins who taught me that as human beings, when we're learning new skill sets, we all go through four basic stages. The first is unconsciously incompetent. Everybody that ever joins network marketing, the number one mistake everybody makes is they talk too much. They try to convince. Every single person, every single person gets involved in this industry, they talk too much. They're trying to convince people. They don't understand the name of the game is sorting. Amateurs try to convince people professionals sort. Amateurs try to convince people professionals sort. There's a good chance if you're listening to this podcast, you're what most people would probably consider to be an amateur in the industry unless you've decided to reenter the industry and decided to get some training first. And I hear from people like that daily as well, and I'm glad to have you guys with us. So I am trying to give you an unfair advantage in this industry from day one, from the beginning, by understanding from day one, shut up, let the tool do the talking, guys. You're not going to convince them. If you convince them to, to join, somebody else is going to convince them to not do anything. I, most people won't do anything once they join if you talk them into the deal. That's not what this is about. You're looking for people that are looking for you. You're looking for people whose window is open. You're looking for the right people at the right time in their life. But everybody starts out, and anything they do is unconsciously incompetent. Think about this. How many of you would like a dentist, dentist to sign an application or to register online to become a dentist, and the next day they're going to start pulling your teeth. How many would like to to go to a dentist who signed up yesterday? Who's? It's beyond obvious that he would be incompetent. And see, that's the rub in this industry. It really is. If it required – it doesn't require four-year education. It doesn't. It, it requires a month to 18 months of good, solid education from somebody that understands what I'm trying to communicate to you. That's what this business requires. Unfortunately, there are 3 percent of the population that can enter the, the network marketing industry because it's so powerful with the skill sets, mindsets that they brought to the industry, and they can perform. Now, when you look at any other business model, any other profession, that really makes no sense. Again, there's very few dentists that could sign up one day and start pulling teeth the next. Okay, If they do, I definitely don't want to be around them. And if they do happen to develop a clientele, Mm, that business model is probably not going to work for most people. So I really don't think I would want to be their patient or their dental student. But that's really what's happened in the network marketing industry the last 50 years. 
It really is. We, we, we don't look at it from a franchise standpoint. Let me ask you something. What profession can you make a full-time income without some type of education first other than network marketing? There's not too many. There's not too many. Yes, you can pick them out in any industry. You know, if you throw enough mud on the wall, ignorance on fire is better than knowledge on ice. It is. People that are just willing to take action. Some people take so much action that they have to eventually, by the grace of God, have success. And you see this with a lot of entrepreneurs, spirited people. It's not that they're bad people. Man, they've got what most people don't have, and that's that they're willing to get off the couch and take take action. So knowledge on not, uh, ignorance on fire is better than knowledge on ice. But if you can have some, and see, here's what I really believe also, and I'm gonna I'm gonna end it here because, but I really believe this. I believe that those who have great training and have great direction, that in and of itself will create a passion. If you know. If you know you're involved in a proven system that has proven to help people like yourself achieve what you want to achieve, then you're much more likely to plug into that system, especially when the system is based upon universally accepted wisdom of the ages principles. Man, I hope this is making sense. I'll give you a perfect example. At this moment in time when this is podcast is being recorded and this will be the way it always is, the University of Kentucky is the winningest basketball program in the history of college basketball. It's a tradition. John Calipari is our coach right now. Uh, every one of us in Kentucky are saying a prayer every night that we can say John Calipari is our coach for years and years and years and years and years into the future. In Kentucky, we bleed blue. Everything is about basketball. It's about Kentucky basketball. Why do so many kids that grow up throughout the world come to the University of Kentucky to play basketball because they know that their odds of success increase drastically because they know that they have the culture and John Calipari is all about helping players get to the next level. That's what he's about Uh, because John Calipari gets it. He understands. I, I and, and I'll be honest. When I, when when he coached at UMass, and Memphis, I didn't like the guy. I I, I just didn't like him. I thought he called, came across arrogant. Uh, I just I didn't like the guy. Okay, but again, I understand why I didn't like him because I've had people. It feels like thousands of people over the years tell me, Dale, when I first heard you 50, I didn't like you. I didn't like the way you came across. I didn't like the way you talked to people. I felt like you thought you knew more than everybody else. I didn't. I never have. 
That's honestly, it's the opposite of who I am. But here's what I know. I was given an opportunity when I started that 99.999% of network marketers will never be given. And that was the opportunity that was given to me by a Sony Walkman to listen to audios from people who had been there, done that uh, for over 7,500 hours my first three years in this industry. And it gave me a different perspective than most people will ever have the opportunity to get. Now, honestly, honestly, I knew what I knew. I knew I was right. I knew what I was teaching was right, not based upon me in any way, shape, or form, but based upon wisdom of the ages, principles that I was able to learn through repetition. Honestly, I never really understood that uh, until 30 years later. I knew that I knew what I knew. I knew without a shadow of a doubt with I could look people right in the eye and not flinch and say, I don't want you to call anybody. I don't want you to talk to your mama. You're just joining us. I want you to keep your mouth shut. Do not say a word to anybody. And I, and I promise you that if you will follow what I'm going to share with you and you open your mind and your heart and you'll just give me a little bit of faith that I will take you where you want to go. And I believed it then. After 1983, after my first three years, I believed it. I believed it then, and I believe it now more than I've ever believed it. And I'm not sure if I share with you guys on this particular podcast what I did and what happened to me in 1983, but someday you'll learn that story. And in 1983, basically... The, my first ever unified duplicatable system came to me. We implemented it. We went from frustrated and anxious and apprehensive with this industry to award winners the next year. And then in the year following that, two of the five award winners in that company were frontline to us. And I've never, ever gotten away from those four, those those core principles. I never, throughout my career, have ever swayed. Uh, I've had opinions that have been changed, but wisdom of the ages principles that I'm communicating with you guys on this podcast, they were the same 50 years ago. They'll be the same 50 years from now. If you are willing to learn, if you are willing to learn, you can learn. I've told you. I've communicated with you. Okay. And it's not even it's not even debatable. Hopefully I've proven to you that repetition is the key to learning. Because you have all types of things programmed in your mind already that maybe I mean I knew you I know you know they were there, but but you but understand guys, if you apply that same concept of repetition as we would music to this business and we learn from the right people. The, and, and I'll just say this. I think you need to choose one one person. And, and, and it doesn't matter to me who it is. Well, it does, but it doesn't for me. It does for you. 
because I know what your options are in the marketplace. And, and honestly, honestly, just flat out, I, I believe in my heart and soul I'm your best option. I know I am. And again, I know that sounds uh, conceited or whatever when I say that, and it's hard for me to say that. It, 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 those that know me would tell you that it is. But I know what I know what I know, and I don't doubt. I don't doubt the wisdom of the ages that's come before me. I just don't. Uh, so I hope this episode has been beyond encouraging to you. I hope it has. Man, I hope you get plugged into what we're sharing, what we're teaching, and let us work with you and help you ultimately not just make a difference in yourself but the lives of other people and this awesome, awesome industry that gives average people with above-average desire the opportunity to live a lifestyle that most people will never have the opportunity to live called network marketing. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you back on Lesson 6. If you have not – before I let you – if you have not went to – what is the website? You know, you know, first year, first year in MLM.com, F-I-R-S-T-Y-E-A-R-N-M-L-M.com. What are you waiting for? You know, would you please also do us one other favor? You know, it, and once you do it, you know, you can say, Dale, I've already done it. Uh, but I, I read every, uh, any, any comments we get on iTunes, guys, you don't understand how much that means to me. And see, I, I had somebody the other day say, Dale, honestly, I'm not going to share this on iTunes because I don't want the competition. To, I don't want people in other companies to learn the stuff I'm learning from you. And I said, you know what? You've got to get rid of that attitude. That's a scarcity mentality. It's a scarce – okay, there's abundance. You know why there's abundance? I'll tell you exactly why there's abundance. The world pays for leadership. Leadership is the highest paid profession in the world, not management, not managing people. It's not. The world pays for leadership. Here's what I would tell you. Most people – and I've watched it for 30-some years – most people that hear this information, it, they hear, it makes sense, they agree, and they continue to do what they've always done the way they've always done it. Most people that hear this that just get started in network marketing, they know they've been talking too much, they know they've been trying to convince people, and you know what they'll do tomorrow? What they've always done the way they've always done it. Listen, once you realize you're talking too much, you know, there's some people that start talking and just for what cannot shut up. And you know what? A lot of them have had success in the network marketing industry. They've made a lot of money. I call them bull and china bull and china closet distributors. Okay, there's a lot of them out there. But look at their people. Look at their team, quote unquote team. Go and ask go and ask ten members of the, that person's team what are the, your first five steps to getting a new person started in network marketing and you'll and if you ask ten people what the first five steps are, you'll get fifty different answers. 
those people always get to a level and they can never get any further. They can never get any further. And you know who they, whose fault they think it is? They think it's the company's fault. They think it's the product's fault. They don't understand it's the person staring them back in the mirror. I cannot tell you how many people say, you know, I was this company and I, I did really well, but my people weren't making any money. Your team is a reflection of your leadership or the lack thereof. Okay, and see, when I say stuff like this, that's why when I was fortunate enough to be on the audio program with one of my success principal mentors, Jim Rohn, when I was lucky enough early in my career, fortunate enough to have honored to be on that particular audio program, they describe me as one of the most controversial people in network marketing. I don't know if I've even told you guys this or not. Uh, if you and again, I, I do so much. I'm producing so much content right now on a daily basis uh, that that honestly, and and I apologize, but again, I'm not a perfectionist, and some things you just have to hear again, and it's worth hearing again. But you know, this guy says about me, and this is early, early in my career, Dale typically charges $500 for hour, per hour for consulting, and people gladly pay it. Why? Because what he does and teaches has enabled dozens of people to reach millionaire status while building their network marketing business. Dale is known to not candy coat things. In fact, Dale is one of the most controversial individuals in our industry simply because he speaks his mind. He's built organizations in excess of 60,000 distributors, done excess of $100 million in wholesale sales, and become a multimillionaire as a result of this industry. In this training, Dale will teach you how to sack distributors, sponsor, activate, and keep. When the producer of that program said he's one of the most controversial individuals in our industry, sincerely, simply because he speaks his mind, um, I had no idea that anybody in the industry even knew who I was, much less that I was one of the most controversial people. And honestly, you know, I didn't understand that at that time at the level that I understand it today. Today, I can wear that as a badge. And the reason I can wear it as a badge is because of the lives that have been touched all over the country many of who are not even involved in the network marketing industry today, sadly. It's sad. It really is. There's a lot of good people who, like myself, got so tired of the minutiae and the hype and the BS and people not getting the direction that they need systematically to grow, learn, develop, become all they could be. They just said, you know, I, I can't do it anymore, and I get that. I get that. I live. I, I I get that. But I know in my heart, and so at this point in my life, that for network marketing to move forward and prosper, uh, the shift has to occur. And I believe that with everything within me. And I believe that there's going to be people that will one day. My hope and prayer is they can one day look back on the information that they learned from this first year, your first year in network marketing podcast and say, you know what, that gave me the foundation on which to build a solid rock 
business. That's my hope for you guys. I hope you enjoyed this lesson. Again, if you're not listening to these in sequence, please stop. Go back. Uh, you would probably not have chosen chosen learning how to learn to start with anyway. But if you, if for some reason you you heard this particular episode and you've not started from the introduction of this podcast training course, please. Everything sequential, every concept builds upon the previous concepts. Start with the introduction and work your way through the course. We appreciate you. If I haven't met you, I certainly look forward to shaking your hand someday in the near future. This is Dale Calvert. Have an awesome, awesome day, night, wherever you are in the world. And I'll come back with you in lesson number seven. We hope you have enjoyed this lesson in your first year in Network Marketing Podcast course. Each lesson builds upon the previous, so we highly suggest that you listen to each lesson in order, starting with the show overview. As Dale likes to say, you can't teach algebra to someone who hasn't yet learned how to add and subtract. If you have not accessed the first free year in network marketing video training, then we suggest you do that now at www.firstyearinmlm.com. That website again is F-I-R-S-T year in MLM.com. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to having you with us in the next session.